IBS, Crohn's, colitis, SIBO, diarrhea, and constipation are all survival responses of the body. Your body is creating these symptoms as a way of adapting to the unconscious stress that you have experienced. You can try all the supplements, diet changes, and detoxes to get rid of it, but those are only short-term solutions. If you want to get rid of these for good, you have to get to the root cause. In today's episode, I will discuss the subconscious root cause of symptoms that are connected to common digestive complaints of the intestinal system. Are you ready to stop the overwhelm and frustration and instead simplify your healing? I'm your host, Jenny Peterson, a chronic illness coach who helps those with chronic symptoms identify and release the unconscious patterns that are blocking their healing. That's right. I take out all the fluff, the supplements, the diets, the detoxes, and teach you how to heal just using your mind. I never said that it's easy, but it can be simple. If you're serious about getting back your life and health, it's time to put focus on the one area that will help you get there, your own mind. And just a disclaimer, I'm not a doctor. I'm a mind-body coach that is training in GHK, GNM, the science that explains how our bodies work. I have worked with hundreds of clients successfully using this biological approach to healing. Take the information that I am sharing as you will and to your doctor if necessary. Today, I am discussing the subconscious connections to symptoms associated with the small and large intestines. These include IBS, Crohn's, colitis, SIBO, diarrhea, constipation, and anything else that takes place in this area of the body. This does not include heartburn, acid reflux, or GERD, since those are not a part of the same biological conflict. Digestive symptoms are so common and are one of the top symptoms that people come to me for help. By the time someone comes to me, they have tried everything to fix their symptoms and they have a lot of beliefs that have been passed on to them along the way that are getting in the way of their healing. There are so many myths out there that are not true that just confuse you even more when it comes to healing symptoms of the intestinal tract. Let's talk a little about these. Dairy is making you sick. You need to eat vegetarian. Sugar is making you sick. You need to take probiotics. It's genetic. It's an autoimmune disease. Drink bone broth. You're toxic. Do a cleanse. Get rid of gluten. Drink celery juice. My God, it's no wonder people are confused and feeling hopeless. What a bunch of bullshit. Let me remind you that your body is simple. Everything starts in the brain and is based on survival. There is a specific relay in your brain that is connected to your intestines. The only way that area of your body can have symptoms is if that relay is given a message that feels like a threat from the psyche and it sends a message to the intestinal system to adapt. Our mind is constantly on the lookout for potential threats and dangers and it's always working to keep us safe. This is the first biological law in play. When someone experiences a situation that feels like a threat, it is experienced on the psyche, brain, and organ level all at the same time. Now let's talk about the biological connection to digestive issues. Everyone wants to jump to the goodies when it comes to symptoms. Just tell me what I need to do to resolve it. But if you don't understand why your body is doing this, you won't develop a partnership of trust with it. That trust is necessary to move forward with your healing. Let's talk about where it starts in the brain. In the brainstem, the colon has four control centers that are orderly positioned within the ring form of the brain relays that control the organs of the alimentary canal and precisely between the small intestine and the rectum relays. 
The control centers of the colon are located on the left side of the brainstem, beginning with the brain relay of the cecum with the appendix, continuing counterclockwise with the control centers of the ascending colon, transverse colon, and descending colon. On the organ level, the small intestine and the colon are separated by the ileocecal valve, marked on the brain level as the transition from the right to the left brainstem hemisphere. You might not understand what this all means, but this basically means that when someone tells you that your intestinal issues are related to your liver, your diet, unhealthy bacteria, etc., you can call bullshit on them. It's controlled by these locations in your brain, plain and simple. The biological conflict connected to the small and large intestines is an indigestible anger conflict. It's an inability to absorb or digest a morsel. The conflict is experienced as anger about a person, situation, or news that is hard to digest. The conflict is experienced as anger, for instance, anger about a person, a family member, friend, neighbor, colleague, employee, so forth, about a situation that is work-related anger, school-related, relationship, or about remarks like accusations, insults, criticism, or news that is hard to take or difficult to digest. For animals, an indigestible morsel is a real piece of food. For humans, it can also be a figurative morsel, for example, a car, a house, or a valuable object. We might also perceive certain situations or an unpleasant event as a morsel and suffer the conflict when the situation is considered as indigestible or non-absorbable. Let's say when an anticipated purchase or promotion or promise can't be quote-unquote taken in. The conflict is experienced as particularly ugly, for instance, ugly fights over money or property, ugly divorces, ugly court cases, or betrayals. Now let's step into the conflict phase. This is where it all begins with a conflict, a situation that you perceive as indigestible. So when your mind is thinking about the situation, ruminating about it, thinking about it, can't get your mind off of it, your body moves into the conflict phase and the growth of the intestinal cells is then happening. Now the biological purpose of the cells increasing is to better able to absorb and digest the morsel. Think about this. Your body is saying, we can't digest this. We need to make more cells. You know, a survival response of of, that makes sense if you think about it, of you're not able to digest something, so we need more help, more cells. This is your body adapting to uh, perceived stress. And during this time, you won't experience symptoms. If the situation stays on top of your mind for a long period of time, you're constantly thinking about it for you know, several weeks without a resolution or even months, years, a tumor can form due to continuous cell growth because the cells are going to keep growing. There, It's still getting the message. We're under threat. We need to keep growing more cells to digest this situation. So let's move into then the healing phase. Once a person resolves the situation, the body moves into the healing phase. And resolution can be a change of perception or by specific actions taken to shift or change a situation. It just all depends on what the actual situation is and what can be done. Most of the time, a perception change is really that's all needed, but there are times in which action is required in order for a situation to change. So with resolution comes removal of the extra cells that are no longer needed with the help of fungi or mycobacteria. Again, these extra cells aren't needed. So something needs to come in and and take them away. I mean, look at nature, go out in the woods and you see fungi growing on a rotting log. It's in there that fungi is there to help digest and break it down and get rid of it, break down the old material. 
This is the same thing that's happening when you're moving into the healing phase in your body. During the healing phase, a person can experience abdominal cramping, blood in the stool, cramps, diarrhea, and night sweats. And intestinal yeast overgrowth indicates that fungi are assisting the healing process. So if someone has chronic yeast infection within the digestive tract, that means that they are in a hanging healing. That that growth is there for a reason, but if it is staying and not going away and assisting the process of moving forward, then there's something that's preventing that cycle from moving forward. And depending on the degree of the conflict active phase, the symptoms can range from mild to severe. And that just depends on what type of conflict you experienced, how difficult it was on you or how stressful it was on you. And your symptoms within that healing phase will reflect that. It will be, you know, basically how long uh, that healing phase is, is going to depend on how stressful stressful or difficult that situation was on you. And this is where usually everything goes downhill because people don't know that this means that the body is healing when they're experiencing these symptoms. So they take things to stop the symptoms, anti-inflammatories, remedies to stop the diarrhea, uh, steroids, etc. These all interrupt the healing phase and it becomes a hanging healing when the healing process continues to be interrupted with these external fixes. In addition, if a person doesn't know what conflict caused this, they can have triggers that keep them moving back and forth from conflict to healing phase, never completing the healing process. Symptoms are a sign that you are healing and chronic symptoms that don't go away indicate that you're in a hanging healing. So if you experience something that's indigestible and, you know, it only, it only bothers you, it's only on your mind for, you know, a day, you're going to notice very short period of time of symptoms. I mean, in a healing phase, you're going to experience a very short period of, of symptoms because it only lasted a day. But if you keep going back to that situation in your mind back and forth and it really isn't fully resolved, that's when you're in a hanging healing and you shouldn't be experiencing symptoms for weeks upon months, that is telling us that you are in a hanging healing versus something that lasts a couple days, even sometimes a week or two, depending again on how big the situation was, is totally normal and and is part of that healing process. So let's go through an example of what this conflict could look like in real life. So I'm going to call this person Tracy. Tracy has chronic digestive issues and has been labeled with celiac disease. She reports that her digestive issues started five years ago after recovering from the stomach flu. Tracy admits that her symptoms were mild at first, but then two years ago, they started to feel worse. She says she now has symptoms daily. And Tracy also admits that after going on a gluten-free diet, she felt relief for about six months. However, for the last year, she's had very little relief. And in the last few months, the longest period of relief is only a few hours. Tracy is currently in a hanging healing with many triggers. Her original conflict must be identified and brought to her awareness in order for it to be completed. So Tracy understands the the GNM explanation and realizes that her conflict might be related to the fact that five years ago was when she witnessed her younger brother in the hospital vomiting and having a seizure. She later found out that he was diagnosed with leukemia. She admits that it was upsetting and hard to accept the news that she had a little brother that was quote unquote sick. And she now realizes that her subconscious must have associated vomiting with meaning that someone is really sick like her brother, which triggers her indigestible morsel conflict. Therefore, whenever she sees or hears that someone was sick or vomiting, it became a trigger for her leading to her digestive symptoms. And she also recalls that her symptoms flared up two years ago 
When a boy on a plane she was on had to get off because he started vomiting, she also realized that a few months ago, a girl at work was also sick and vomiting and that it could be why her symptoms had been since worse. And the client also mentions that her last flare-up was a week ago after her son got sick and vomited in the car. So as you can see, all of these, uh, the, there was the original situation that happened, which was back to her brother, but she's had many situations that were triggers that were connected to that original conflict. All these other people that she's been around uh, experienced with vomiting. So Tracy will need to make the conscious connection that her digestive symptoms are originally related to that indigestible morsel that she experienced when she saw her younger brother sick in the hospital. She'll also need to address the many triggers that are keeping her in a hanging healing, including foods with gluten. She needs to reassure her subconscious that all food is safe. She will also need to shift the way her brain sees vomiting or getting sick, seeing vomiting as a healing symptom and as a sign that the body is working well by eliminating toxins that the body didn't need instead of meaning something is wrong when someone is vomiting. She also needs to shift her perception about her brother and his leukemia diagnosis and that particular situation that she experienced. And when someone has had symptoms for this length of time, there will be multiple things that need to be looked into. Not just the memory that happened, but the beliefs that were formed during that time and any other triggers. This is how resolution is done, and when it's done in the right way, the brain will no longer send messages of threat, and the body will have permission to heal. It's important to remember that healing will present symptoms. When that happens, because now you know why your body is doing this, you can support your body and trust that it knows exactly what to do rather than fearing it. And if you keep your head in the right lane, it will continue that healing process. It's when you allow yourself to go into that place of fear and those old triggers come up and you respond to them in the same old way that keeps this cycle going. So if you're experiencing chronic digestive issues, what has happened that was indigestible in your life right before those symptoms started for the very first time in your life? Not when they started two years ago, but you know, five years ago, it really started or started when you were 10. You have to look at the very first time that you started experiencing these digestive issues. And what are you still angry about? What triggers your anger? There's something within your subconscious that is still unresolved. It's also helpful to look into how you learned to respond to life the way that you do. Where did you learn to respond with anger? Was it modeled to you? Are you a person that very rarely shows their emotions, but holds it all in? These coping patterns are important to address so you can prevent conflicts from happening in the future. While this work is simple when you focus on the subconscious mind, there are many layers to it. It's important to work on it layer by layer rather than all at once. This isn't a process to rush. And in the MBR program and my MBR classroom, I break down resolving the subconscious patterns into easy steps. I teach you how to address the beliefs, the triggers, the memories, and other subconscious patterns connected to your digestive symptoms using the MBR method. Healing chronic digestive issues is possible. Imagine being able to eat anything you want, travel, and not having to worry where the nearest bathroom is. If that is the kind of life you want, then you just need to do the mind work in order to have it. And the first place to start with that mind work is shifting how you see your symptoms. They are there as a message letting you know that there is some inner work to do. Your body has been taking the hit for your survival. Your symptoms are actually here to help you grow, break old patterns, and deal with life in a healthier way. After you do the work that is needed to resolve your symptoms, you will actually come out being grateful for this experience because it will change your life in so many ways. 
You can learn the MBR method for resolving subconscious patterns connected to digestive issues in the MBR classroom. In this class, you will be taught step-by-step how to find and resolve all the subconscious connections to your symptoms so your digestive issues can finally heal. In addition, you will learn the basics of GNM and the tools needed to prevent this type of conflict in the future. The link to the MBR classroom is in the show notes. And if you have more than three chronic symptoms and would like a more in-depth program to address all of your symptoms with a more comprehensive protocol and support, I recommend the MBR 8-month program. And to get started with that, fill out the application in the show notes so we can determine if it's right for you. You can also connect with me and continue learning by following me on Facebook at MindBodyRewire and on IG at TheMindBodyRewire. If you enjoyed this episode, Please share it with others and hit the subscribe button so you can be notified when new episodes are available. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next time.